everybody, and welcome back to the technical foul. Is this the beginning? Uh, no, this is the ending. No, because I'm going to do my Harry Curry thing. This is the ending thing. Okay, all right, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so Ben, <laughs> Stop, I can't, I can't Ben, gonna, all right. Let's pre-record the post introduction introduction. Okay, go ahead. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Technical Foul Podcast. We got a great show ahead for you today. Stay tuned and sit tight. We're gonna be talking about the NBA draft. Okay, thank you, Harry Carey. Enjoy, folks. <laughs> no, okay. That was our uh, soundbite we ripped from the internet. That was not a human person. <laughs> no, not a human person. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a real human. Oh. So Ben hasn't been with us in like three months. Um, three months? No, well, Have yeah. you been recording without me? No, well, we didn't, we didn't record like all last month. And then the last one before that was me and Raz. Yeah, our last pod was... The 10th of May. Yeah, yeah so it's been Wait, over a month. you guys did one without me? Yes, we yeah. did one without you. We told you we were going to. <laughs> I didn't think you actually would. Are You're you like, just guys, now learning this? Guys, hanging back. You didn't tell Go me that it was on the thing. Uh, well, if you would actually uh, like and subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud and iTunes, you'd get an alert whenever we put up a new podcast. Oh, like our listeners. If I only had iTunes. Well, SoundCloud is a thing. And yeah, that's our, that's where we put our alert. Well, subscribe on your wife's phone. Should I be getting she alerts? Got sounds. She got yeah, sounds. yeah, you should be getting alerts. Um, so, Raz, man, we first things first. First things first. Well, the Preds blew it. <laughs> the Preds did blow it, but it was exciting uh, though, man. They got a lot farther than they should have. Definitely. Um, was it what's happened since we talked last? So the Preds got to the finals against the, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't looking good because they lost the first two games away, and some people were doubting, like, "Hey, man, it's not gonna happen." Preds, you know, this is the repeating champions, blah blah blah. But I always say, um, I guess it translates to hockey too. Like, the series doesn't start until the home team loses, and so they got two wins at home. We'll so, Raz, how long have you been a Nashville Predators fan? How long I've been a Nashville fan? Uh, my entire life. Now, uh, Preds fan, I've always drove by the stadium. <laughs> Basically, you just said that I just hopped right on the bandwagon. So I'm, I'm more of a Nashville fan than you. Remember uh, anything Nashville? Titans. Sounds. What's the sounds? Nashville sounds. What is that? That's uh, the minor league. league team. Uh, are they still in existence? Yeah, they're low key. They're actually building a new. Um, they're low key. They're building that a new stadium for them. <laughs> they're <laughs> low key on the map. No, they're actually they just got done building. Oh, time or, for bed. Right, it is actually. This got done building their like stadium downtown in um, Germantown. So. Oh, they built a new stadium. Or something, or renovations to it. I think. That's cool. Yeah. So. Um. So also confirmation, they are a real baseball team. Basically, baseball from your uh, deflection, so this was your first season rooting for the Preds. No, I seen you go to a game or two last year. I've I've been to a AAA. couple. The Triple A for, uh, for the Athletics. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I've been no to idea. a few games in the past. The Preds um, games. Probably three before this year. Um, uh, yeah, Ben's kind of the same way. Just like Ben started going to games this season. No, 
Yeah. Two, two years ago. This so, is my third season that I've gone to Preds games. So Ben Ben's been on the bandwagon. He got on years. a little bit harder this year whenever uh, he started actually going to games. No, two years ago you I've might actually have went been by the stadium. I've actually been to a game. Whatever, not you went to the game with me. So that was this season. That was not this season. It was one year ago. Full, full season ago. Yeah. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> um, hardcore Preds fans. Anyway, hardcore. <laughs> die hard. I, I don't know if you guys know what the definition of hardcore is or die hard. Uh, I'm hardcore. I would with say. My team. Who? The Lakers. Oh my gosh, we're not going there. But I'm just we're not letting, going there yet. I mean, let me hold on though. That's seriously what you call though. Hardcore. If you're gonna say one team that like. That represented your entire fanhood. Yours would be the Orlando Magic. Okay, that's fair. I will say that too for Ben. It's probably and Rashid's would be Don't. the Lakers. You're that's right. it. Right. Yeah, because the Dodgers, he's been kind of recent. The the Bears. When it comes was, to baseball, he was on the Bears for a while, no. and then he was on. When the it comes to the Bears, football, he's on the he Brandon Marshall train. He was when on it the comes to Marshall. football. I realize realize, because I'm late on the football. I haven't been a football fan since. I mean, I started being a football fan maybe three or four years ago solely because of fantasy football. I will admit to that. So I I think I'm just a player fan. Yeah. But that's okay, though. Like, I root for certain teams based on the players they have. That's how I am with basketball. I don't. I'm just a I player don't fan. Care for basketball. I mean, but I'm always like going to have players. my team, like my favorite team, like the Magic. But then you know I like guys I like KD you know mm-hmm. I like Steph. Mm-hmm. I've rooted for their teams. I've rooted for OKC for a while. Right. You know ever since they were the Sonics. That's kind of you know how a lot of people. He was a are. Sonic for one year. Yeah. Who was? KD. Yeah. He got oh, drafted by I wasn't Sonics. paying attention to what y'all were just talking about. I was super zoned out. Yeah. Oh jeez. Tony we know has the Braves. Lineage. Yeah, when I think of Tony and I think sports, I think Brave, Bravehead. He has like five Brave hats. But, <laughs> historical note, I've been a Braves fan longer than a Magic fan, though. Because I started watching baseball before I started watching Fun fact. Fun fact here. Fun fact for you. So what makes a... How long do you have to be a fan not to be a bandwagon fan? Uh, Whenever there's... Whenever the team does not have LeBron James on it, hmm. if you're your if you if you own a Cleveland like jersey, two losing seasons, right? Is that let, the, is that this the is rule? a great example. No, your team has to be below five hundred for multiple five seasons or five more years. years? Yes. No, that's tough though because <laughs> some franchises well, have I never had losing seasons. Like, what if yeah. you like the Spurs and the Spurs have never? Mm, that's true. You gotta go. Yeah, because I mean, you could have hopped on the Spurs bandwagon like. 15 years ago, and you've had a good run. But yeah. that's, I don't know, I can argue that because when you find a Spurs fan, you don't think, oh, they're bandwagon fans. No, that's, Ever. That's the point. You would have 15 years ago, though, whenever they first had their first, like, you know, but that's two finals saying. runs. Like, it's not necessarily like a, like your team had to have sucked. I feel like it's more of a like a length of time you've yeah. had to root for that. Team. I, I guess it just you gotta depends. put in the work. I mean, I still get people today that like were like, "Oh, who you root for?" Like, um, Pat's fan. Like, "Oh, of course you are, because right. we're good." Yeah. Like, no, I've yeah, I've been a Pat's. Is it because fan. they've won recently, and that's what the I've been a Pat's fan ever fans. since they lost their first Super Bowl. Right. I'm just saying, like, if people, the people that actually try to criticize 
Pat, real Pats fans is because... I mean, it's the same way we do Cavs fans. Mm. You know, if you've seen a dude walking around with a downtown Cavs Chattanooga hat. with a Cavs jersey on, like... Right. Yeah, Big C on their head. Super bandwagon. Right. Like, meanwhile, he could have been born in Cleveland right. and his great-grandpa was a Cavs fan and everybody passed it down. Not Cleveland, Chattanooga. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, yeah, not Cleveland, Tennessee. Right. right. But, yeah, Cleveland, I mean, Tennessee. that's the thing, you know... You see somebody with a LeBron jersey on, it's like, oh, okay, like, oh, you're just a follower. Like, you probably had a Heat jersey three years ago, (laughs) didn't you? Probably still have it. But, you know, so I guess it just depends. Definitely not going to name any names about that. I guess it just depends on your, you know, on your fandom. You know, if you're there for the good times and the bad times, you know. I, I say go up to them and check the stats. Like, give them a quiz real quick. Even if you don't, don't know, know them. Hey. Because if, if the thing is, you're not a huge a baseball fan. Right. But you've been pretty, even though the Dodgers are awful and Puig is... Not doing so sh- good right now. a shadow of himself. He, <laughs> right. I mean, he, he had like one half of a good season and that's all he's ever had. But you're still hard on that bandwagon right. it, to the point where... It's almost not, not a bandwagon anymore. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so I mean, I could I give it to you. You yeah. know, I would say Rashid is at this point. Rashid's a Dodgers fan. Mm. Now, if he j- jumps ship and rocking an A's hat next year, right. like, wait a minute, what yeah. happened? So yeah, I guess it just depends on you know just proving yourself. He just, just like likes L.A. Else. Get out of here. He probably likes the Galaxy. I was gonna say that. I don't know anything about like soccer. I love the sport, but I just don't know anything about the league. So hey, I'm about to legit become a bandwagon uh, Atlanta United fan though. Why is that? Like, uh, they're good man. They're, good, they're really yeah. good, and they're young. It's their first season in first MLS. season. They're they're impressive for their first season. Like speaking of soccer. Our local boys have made a turnaround. I feel like Chattanooga FC. They were they were well, they had won two games. They had four draws in the first six games, like in their division. And the last two games, we were down. Or it was one. We were down one to nothing. Came back in the second half, scored, and then the ninety second minute on a free kick with down to ten men playing with ten men. Because we got a red card and got Danny Whitehall. Danny Whitehall got booted. Kicked a freaking upper ninety free kick and went in, and the place went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. And then yesterday won five to nothing. You know, it's the momentum has shifted for sure. It's uh, looking up, and there's definitely some talent, some new talent. So I'm excited. Is football club like? Is it? Uh... Is the trend going upward with like people interested in attending? Yeah, there these was games? like three thousand people at a Thursday night game the other day. It was. Yeah. Do you know how many people were? They estimated at the game Tuesday on a Tuesday night, five thousand seven hundred people. Yeah, last night. I think that. Well, I, I think if the team is good, people are going to show support. And last yeah. year they were. I mean, even the year before last, Chattanooga FC was really good. Division like four years in a row now. All right. But the thing is, like, I do think that soccer in America is is trending up. Oh, it has been for the past couple years. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. still. I mean, and there's a lot of kids now too that weren't interested in playing soccer. I I feel like, and I I contribute a lot to football because of all the CTE concussion talk and everything. I think parents are more like, hey, let's get them out of this sport that could damage their brain, 
and let's play something a little more safe like soccer. I mean, yeah. I think that's a good alternative. It like it's cheaper to play. There's too. better there's better athletes playing soccer now. Yeah. And even the, you look at the USA team, even though we're not recently having the success we've had in the past, I can definitely see some up and coming young players that could be pretty good. I mean, Christian Pulisic is putting a breath of fresh air in the USA team. All right, I mean, so speaking of a dude with a weird P name, um, and before y'all go crazy on NBA, I need to have my little segment of NBA talk. I have my um, opinion, and then y'all can just have at it. Okay. Okay, so um, this uh, Christoph Porzingis. Okay. Zinger. So this cat, like, so here's the thing with Phil Jackson. Is Phil Jackson just super senile, or is Phil Jackson just stuck in his ways of, this is how we did it in 1996, and this is how I'm going to do it, and this is how it's always been done, this is how we're going to do it, or is he just completely out of the loop, and he just lost his lost his edge, and he's no good anymore? Because yeah. okay. he, he seems like he is just out of the loop. Let me tell you right now. is a good word. I was a Kings fan, or Kings fan. Well, if I was a Kings fan too, but if I was a Knicks fan... I will be irate right now at the job Phil Jackson has done because even though based on his reputation, obviously he has a you know history of being a great coach, winning a lot of championships, he has been an abomination in New York. Has he, he done? Has he made one good move for, other than probably drafting, drafting Porzingis? Yeah, there's not been any good moves, and they've run player. In fact, he's like made all of the best players angry at him. And to be honest, he pro- he can't. I don't think he can get full credit for drafting Porzingis. I think if Jaleel Okafor slid to him, he would probably would have drafted Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I I just I s- the way how he's handling the hand you know handling the mellow situation, just bad mouthing him and trying to play him out of. The, well, you know, the Knicks or here's the other thing. Even though there's rumors going around with them saying they're entertaining trade talks for Porzingis, like they're not going to trade him unless they get a king's ransom for him, right? But the fact that you're even floating his name out there and you're saying, Well, we're we'll listen if you come to us and you, you know, blow us away with this trade offer. You don't do that. Not with your guy that you want he's to be still your under star a rookie contract. player and a future <laughs> star. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's still got two years left. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they can offer him more money two years from now than any other team. So what incentive right. would they have to trade him? They it's, wouldn't. It's crazy. It, it just seems to me like somebody who's disconnected from what the game is now and just has just has no foresight into... Oh, and then every player that they've brought in for these workouts, they're like, you know, tell us how you think you would fit into the triangle. It's like, bro. Nobody. The triangle's dead. <laughs> right. Let's move on to something else. Right. Like, sure, it might work if you have your perfect scenario of guys that can play in the triangle, but that's not going to happen. You don't have Michael Jordan. You don't have Scottie Pippen anymore. Kobe's right. retired. Like, Shaq is gone. Let's, let's move on. Let's do something else. Right. There have been some poor, like, management... Mishaps. There's there's a lot of there's a lot like, of teams right now that was it like, the is it the Pacers who just said like hey we're we're getting rid of Paul George no here's or the like, thing we're not, we're not, we don't want Paul George anymore like no, 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 why no. would let's set the record straight on that 
Because Paul George came to the Pacers and said, I want to sign with, I want to leave in 2018 and I would prefer to go to the Lakers. So he's actually doing them a favor. But if a team know, like, why would a team entertain a trade with them if they know that they can, if they want him, they can try to get him once he's a free agent? Yeah, but there's no, that's no, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. That's the thing. And you want to, what the Pacers want to do is they want to put together, they want to find the best offer they can get, which in my opinion is going to happen between now and Trade deadline. July 1st. Oh, July 1st. Because it's free agents. Once free agency hits and these guys are going to start trying to go after other free agents, they're not going to have time to Why worry about, trade? well, we need to figure out a deal for the Paul George trade. Like, I think they need to trade him before tomorrow night. But Before the draft. That's my opinion. Because if, if you're going to trade him, trade him now so that you can select the guys that you want to select in the draft. You know, rather than wait and, and have all have your to assets worry about picks, picks that somebody else has like made. That, yeah. You know? And then the thing is, like, for for him, a lot of people are saying, well, why would these teams want to trade for him, you know, in, in this year whenever they think he's going to go to L.A. in 2018, right? And I think you're of this opinion as well, Rasheed, yeah. that obviously the Lakers don't want to give up too much for him because they – they have the expectation, hey, it's not guaranteed, but we could possibly sign him in 2018. So we don't want to give up a ton for him when we might be able to get him anyway. However, you've got guys like teams like the Cavs, the, the Celtics, and a few others who, Wizards maybe, Clippers, I don't know, teams that are already good, where if they added Paul George... But how much are you willing to give up for a guy that has that you are pretty sure is only going to be there for well, one the, year. That's, and that's my argument, that though. So my argument is that, dip for the Lakers. that if if Paul George goes to play with LeBron in Cleveland, for you, how much harder is it for him to leave Cleveland? when he? I, and I understand Cleveland's not a destination where well, people be, want to go It'll be in. easy for him to leave when LeBron leaves. Well, that's the other thing. But if they're both there together already and you have Kyrie and whoever else they can bring in, like... You're a championship contender for the next three, four years. You may not win. The Warriors are still going to be You're really hard to beat. You're a championship contender now without having to give up anything. Contender, but they're not going to beat the Warriors. They're not going to beat the Warriors just by having Paul That's George. That's hurt. Well, I think Paul George would put him in a much better situation than Love. Because he's a guy who's long, you know, rangy. He can shoot. Kevin Love can shoot, but he's not really the type of player that fits into their system. They're not going to take advantage of Kevin Love's abilities, which is to me another reason why I would think Kevin. Kevin's like been there's a lot of teams right now that the the Kevin Love, um, you know, his stock is down. I would go. I would. I would put in an offer for say, you know, if you're the Suns and you can't really bring in a lot of free agents, why wouldn't you say, hey, Cleveland, we'll we'll send the fourth pick to the Pacers. We'll take Kevin Love off your hands, and the Pacers can get Paul George. I mean, that's boom, boom, boom. Everybody gets what they want. The Pacers get Paul George? They already have Paul George. No, the Pacers would get the fourth pick. Oh, okay. Suns would get Kevin Love, and the Cavs would get Paul George. Okay. Why wouldn't you do that? Whose fourth pick is that? The Suns? Yeah. Yeah. So the Suns giving up a fourth pick for Kevin Love? For Kevin Love, yeah. That's his theory. I guess there's nobody else... I guess who are you gonna get right now in this the, draft? Somebody in the, the top you're gonna get. Of the draft you're gonna get Josh Jackson, who is not guaranteed. 
to be, I mean, and this will, we'll talk about this in a minute, but pre, here's the thing. Um, there's the day. Josh Jackson is, in my opinion, is a very risky pick because he's a guy that's very athletic, but his shooting is questionable. And what right now in the NBA is the most hot commodity is what guys that can shoot the shot. So if you're, point. if you're going to look for guys that can shoot and you got a guy that has a very questionable jump shot, sure. <coughs> the second half of the year last year, he did shoot a lot better. I'll give him that. But his his form and everything is kind of eh. It's not a risk I'd be willing to take on with the fourth overall pick, especially in this draft, which is super deep. Yeah, this draft is. So what's the deal? While we're talking about Paul George, we'll finish up about him real quick. What's the deal with the Lakers? Well, okay. So you want to go on this? Well, as of right now, they've you know they traded um, DeAndre Russell and. Um, Timothy Mozgov to the Nets for Lopez and the 27th pick. Um, for me, initially, I liked the move because I've known all year, ever since the beginning of free agency last year, um, you know, we picked up Mozgov within 30 minutes of <laughs> Not a good <laughs> free agency. That, yeah, was, the, too that was actually the first free agent that was yeah. that signed their contract and I right. was like I don't know and then to add more insult to injury you know Luau Dang and I'm like Luau Dang is is done you know Thibodeau ran him to the ground in Chicago yeah I mean I, I could see Luau Dang signing with the team like last year that was like a continuous but his contract but, was like a Chicago Bulls Luau Dang yeah so I was like wait so anyway um D'Angelo's gone, and I feel like this is their play as just setting up cap space to get, you know, a major player, you know, next next year in 2018 uh, free agency. Um, I liked it because it's it's it plays double ways. They could sit on these picks. Um, they've collected the 27th, 28th pick and the second pick and just wait and just be attractive landing spot for free agents like next summer yeah. and not do anything or well, he, so that's what i like about the trade you right. I, I, I think it does give them the cap flexibility to possibly go out and sign two max level guys right or one max level and maybe somebody slightly under the max mm-hmm. i mean these guys are lately i feel like are more open to the idea of they don't have to have the max contract. They're still getting paid $25, $30 million a year. Right. They don't have to get the max. Last year would have been the max, or two years ago, max, max money. But the thing that is the negative is, like, you got D'Angelo Russell, who was the number two overall pick just two years ago, and you've already moved on from him. Like, you've already kind of given up on him because you're like, and I didn't really think L.A. was the right situation for him with the way he kind of is and, you know, obviously it wasn't a great fit, but he's extremely talented. He could have success somewhere else. And usually it takes guards a couple of years to get kind of their feet wet and learn the game and speed, and then they become comfortable and then get better, right? Well, I think he's still going to be a really good player just because he's athletic. He's a good shooter. He's a good passer. Like, he, the defense I don't know about. but But at the same time, with what the Lakers are trying to do, it does make sense. You know, they probably wish they could have got more for him, but nobody was taken. They were trying to get a, a lottery pick. Trying to get a lottery pick. But I think what they were trying to do was 
they wanted to get a lottery pick essentially to take the lottery pick, their twenty whatever pick, twenty seven, and maybe like Clarkson or Julius Randle and flip that for Paul George, right? Well, they couldn't do that, so now they have Brook Lopez, which I don't even know if they can trade him or not yet. They, uh, they they may have to wait a certain amount of days, but so now they basically have two picks in the twenties. And maybe one of those younger guys that they're going to try to offer to Pacers. Which right now might be the best offer the Pacers have. I don't know if they've got anything better than that. Unless uh, Boston comes out and says, hey, you can have the Lakers pick next year. Or our pick or something. But they're probably not going to give up Brooklyn's pick. The, the, the Bottom line, I feel like whatever the Pacers end up doing, they need to... Um, they, I don't know. I can't really tell if they're going to actually trade Paul George uh, or just have him playing. I don't know because for me, one side is like, why would you want your superstar player for your city, for your team, um, knowing all the fans the whole entire season is going to be like, going to be booing him every game, every home game, because he's electing to go somewhere else when he's, when yeah, he's free. Yeah, I'm, so I'm that's going to be an interesting... They can't keep him right now. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like you're, you're going to have to trade him. And then regardless, once you trade him, he's going to move... I, I just feel deep down he's going to move around. Like, he's going... He's not going to stay... Um, you know, if he goes to Cleveland, say if they do really well and they go back to uh, the finals and play the Warriors. I don't think they're ready to be. I don't so think they're going to be right the Warriors. Right now, So why don't you, I'm saying as Paul George, why don't you go to a situation where you know you, you're going to be appreciated and, you know, go where you want to go and be comfortable at and make, of course, you, everywhere you go, you're going to well, make a but, lot of money. Yeah, but that's not his decision right now. In I'm just 2018, saying. 2018 it will be, but right. the Pacers are going to do whatever's best for them. Mm-hmm. So, but the the thing is, like, you're kind of, the offers are not going to get better. As the season goes on, as free agency passes, as the season starts, they're saying that they're willing to go into training camp with Paul George, but the offers are not going to get better. They're right. only going to get worse mm-hmm. because they're... <laughs> the more he's on their roster... Am I right? The more that he's on their roster, the, the, the more other teams feel good about their chances of landing him. Right. So... To me, I would say the uh, these other teams, Cleveland, Boston, Washington, whoever else Lakers. Is, is offering. No, no, I'm, I'm saying other than Lakers. Other than Lakers, okay. I'm saying these teams are going to say, well, there's no guarantee he's going to stay here, so we're not willing to give up too much for him. Right. They might be willing to give up a Their best offers are reserved now. But probably the, in, the, in the end, the Lakers are probably going to end up having the best offer because at least they're going to give – multiple late first-round picks mm-hmm. and a, a young player in return, right? Right. So why don't you, if you're the Pacers, why don't you just suck it up and do that? Maybe they're just, maybe they're waiting until draft night and hoping somebody gets antsy, which I think could possibly that's, happen. Yeah, the best times to trade is But anyway, week. so that's, that's what I think. I think he ends up going to the Lakers maybe eventually, but um, yeah, so all that's going on. We got the Jimmy Butler rumors. Is he going to Cleveland? Is he not going to Cleveland? Now they're saying Cleveland is... Players are telling him not to come there because the situation is volatile, <laughs> which we all know what that is about. It's about Dan Gilbert firing David Griffin 
on the low <laughs> and didn't even tell LeBron about it. So to me, this is the opportunity where, like a week ago, I would have told you, I think, you know, there's, there's all these rumors about LeBron going to L.A., whatever, right? Well, I would have said, no, I think he'll stay in Cleveland because he cares too much about what people think. But now that I think Dan Gilbert is a scapegoat, I mean, Dan Gilbert's made himself look terrible. Now LeBron can leave, and all the fans will blame Dan Gilbert. Oh, no. yeah. So why wouldn't you leave, right? Would you rather, Tommy, would you rather live in Cleveland, or would you rather live in L.A., or anywhere else for that matter? You want me to really answer that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? There's if you're LeBron, what would you do? His all wife right. has already gone on Twitter. So I mean, if I can make hella money either way, I'm not wanting to live in L.A. L.A.? No, the traffic. You want really? to live in the hustle and bustle? No, but if, if I can okay. make if I can make LeBron this money is, anywhere, wait, wait hold on a second, hold on. This is the T Dub version of <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in L.A. Have, have you seen LeBron James videos lately? This dude has a car with a like 50 inch flat screen inside of it. He's chilling watching Tom and Jerry. He's posting Instagram videos about it with his newly shaved head. I mean, come on. You think he, he cares about traffic? He can sit in his ride and enjoy it. He can call a helicopter Uber. The L.A. Uh, life is, anywhere, is for celebrities. I'd it's say for, probably Oklahoma City. Seems like a kind of low-key, yeah. kind of slower-paced slower place. Slower pace until... That sounds, like, Durant that sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. Enjoy some tornadoes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Hey, at I least not going to be in L.A. Team, the whole, whole state just breaks off into the Pacific Ocean one day. <laughs> All right, so what That's about the NBA draft? Right We're going to uh, have a short, concise, hot take It's not going to be concise. It's, uh, this, we can, is we the, can shoot. this is the biggest event that is happening right now in sports. Oh, my God. No one cares about the middle of baseball season. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody watches baseball. Hey. Hold it. What do you watch baseball to do? Fall asleep on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> it's become NASCAR. No, it's not become NASCAR. Freddie's moving to third base. <laughs> That's super exciting, guys. It's super exciting. Yasiel has dropped off the radar. Uh, yes, yeah. Andrew yes, McCutcheon yeah. has doubled his batting Bro, average. Yasiel right. is along with all That's about what he's doing. All right, we need to talk about this right now. We need to talk about this right now. On on May the 22nd, one day before our birthday, Tony and I went to the, see the Pirates and the Braves, right? We, we talked to Lorenzo. We hung out Who is with that? Lorenzo McCutcheon. Yeah. Andrew's okay. dad. Oh. Right? Name dropping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since then, he went from hitting 205. The man is now hitting 260 plus. He has 13 home runs, 43 RBIs. He has been on fire. Good luck charm. Hashtag good luck charm right here. All right, it was raining, and uh, Brandon Phillips hit his 200th career home run that night. So that was a good night. Um, and we sat in every seat in the ballpark. And got a 50-cent uh, sausage and drink. So how did that happen? Well, the girl that was Broadway. giving me my money apparently didn't know that uh, if something costs nine fifty and you give them $10, that you're supposed to give 50 cents back. So I gave her 10 bucks. She gave me nine fifty back. What happened was... She was looking at the red shirt, and however much it said that the person owed, that's how much change she was giving. Uh, and I was like, what is going on? This is jacked up. Because she gave me the wrong change, but I paid with the 20. She got fired. So she owed me like 50 cents, and I was like, oh, I, I was supposed to have 50 more cents. Yeah. So she handed me a dollar, 
I was like, no, that's too much. So I hand her 50 cents back because I was like trying to save her job, which she probably already lost anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and bad. I was not paying attention. What Without I was a doubt, doing. she, she, pro- she, she did that with you guys. She did that probably with but, thirty thousand more. But the, the other thing is, if people were paying with twenties and she was giving them the wrong change back, she could have shortchanged a lot of people too. Right. Yeah, like yeah, because I she either gained or lost like a hundred and fifty dollars. At the end of the day, she probably even out because I didn't realize it until I got to the car. <laughs> you got to chase the money. <laughs> <laughs> it did not even out. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I got to the car because I was like, "Man, the the girl gave me nine fifty back," but I couldn't remember if I paid with a ten or a twenty as I just gave her whatever was on top. Mm. And uh, you got it like that. Got it like that. Right. Stacks on stacks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, so I don't know if I paid her with a hundred or three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave her a blank check and told her uh, give me a change. Just write it in for me. Right. Blank check. Favorite <laughs> movie. So like, yeah, plug. but that was that was pretty cool. Did we talk about that? Was it, isn't that one of your favorite movies? Yeah, blank, blank check. check is my favorite movie. Nice. One of my favorite movies as a kid. Nice. Let's yeah. get to the entertainment section and completely <laughs> skip no. the rest of this just sorry you don't NBA like draft NBA. talk. Listen, listen. No, but... This, uh, hey, the, for, for real though, this is the the best draft since 2003 when LeBron and... and uh, Carmelo. D-Wade, Melo. You know what's crazy? Bosch, is the best draft since In then. the NBA, it's like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great draft. How many, like... No, we don't say that every year. How many super... No, like this year, like, okay, this is going to be a great draft. Yeah. How many potential superstar players are on the draft board? Two. No, I don't agree with that. Two. No. two. Three. I don't agree with that. Because, solid guys on there, man. Because, listen, dude, would you... I mean, I, I, I won't say superstar, but... There's some, you there's got some guys future like, all-stars. You guys got, like, like, Draymond Green was, like, 47th pick. Yeah, Isaiah he Thomas was. was the 60th Tom Brady pick. was a seventh rounder, but that that's yeah. that's a that's an exception to the rule. What I'm saying is that like in baseball, the draft doesn't matter whatsoever. Nobody, Absolutely, nobody not. nobody cares about the draft. Right? No. In well, it's because there's thousand rounds anyway. <laughs> so many rounds, but in the NFL, it's like oh man, like the if you get drafted in the first round of the NFL, like you're, you're a pretty a solid player. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're one of the top 32 players drafted, you're mm-hmm. pretty good. In the NBA, it's like. If you're if you're outside the top five, you may or may not actually even sign a contract. Oh, well, no, that's a no, thing no, because no, 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 no. all right, hold on, hold on. Football, you have more Let's players start. on the team. Last year's draft was pretty weak, right? So I'd say you had like hey, I'm just waiting for the cat from Duke guys to come at the out. top of the draft. You had like it was maybe five or ten deep, but this year you have like a solid ten guys, right? Who are definite starters, I would say, and for the most part have all-star potential. But then you've got like a lot of guys later on in the draft who could be very good or like important role players. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't happen every year. I mean, this is all right. So who's your top five? So top five. Uh, well, since the trade, the Sixers trade, I'd say they're definitely getting Markel Fultz. Everybody knows that. <laughs> they. And B tweeted all the stuff, trust the process, pictures together, blah, blah, blah. It's a done deal. Number two, unless the Lakers trade the pick, they're getting Lonzo Ball. I definitely right. think they're getting Lonzo Ball. Three is a toss-up right now because Celtics have it. I still think that there's a strong possibility they could trade back with maybe either Sacramento or if Phoenix really loves Josh Jackson and they think they might take him, maybe they'll trade it up one pick or something, but um, my gut says Jason Tatum, 
third to the Celtics. Fourth would be Josh Jackson to the Suns. And then fifth is going to be uh, De'Aaron Fox to Sacramento, which we all, everybody knows they love De'Aaron Fox. Right. And so do I. Do you have any uh, difference of opinion on the potential top five? Um, I think it's going to fall the way uh, Ben says, but I feel like there are going to be some movement um, later in the draft um, just because after that top 10 lottery, it's, it, it, it flattens out. Um, or the actually, the, the talent is so, the margin of talent, the top 10, I think it's, it's very close. There's not that much of a gap. Maybe Markel Fultz and Lonzo maybe have probably like yeah. the biggest gap. The one and two probably have the they're biggest tier gap. one, and then those yeah. next one. three guys are tier two. Right. And then it kind of falls to tier three mm-hmm. by, you know, six through ten or whatever. All right. But <clears throat> the one player I think is going to impact the most on their team is probably mm, – I like Jason Tatum. Uh, I watched a little bit of his play. Uh, I would say he's more of like a go-to scorer yeah. um, type player. Totally agree. Um, doesn't really have much of a handle, though. Um, but I I think um, that, pro- that probably won't be any of his responsibility to do that. I but was going to say, he, he may not have the hand the ball in his hands all that much, but he's yeah. like a slasher scorer, yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit of shooting. But if he's playing with like Isaiah, right. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Boston's going to do, but... I don't know. The draft is always interesting and fun to watch because it's like, okay, we've been following these players all season long. You know, this year's draft is better than last year's draft by far. Oh, way better. Um, this is the best like freshman class of players that there has been for a 10, while. Yeah, years. I think a lot of teams can really re up in this draft. All right, let's play a game. So the game is called of all the draft possible draft picks. How many of them does Tony actually know of? <laughs> Let's play a game. Name that draft pick. All right, Raz. All right, he's a shooting guard. Play for the Kentucky Wildcats. I'm out. I'm out. What? No, this is a, this is a gimme, bro. I don't even know what a shooting guard is. Oh gosh. Is that a is that a two? Yeah. Is yes. that a two? That's a yeah. two. Lord, we got some work to do. Um. So the shooting guard is like a a Kevin Durant type. Yeah. Right, but this guy's not as tall as Kevin Durant. I'll give you that clue. Okay. Play uh, for Kentucky. Markel Fultz. Play for Kentucky. All right, I just heard you say that name just a minute ago, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Markel Fultz played for Washington. He's uh, going to the nuts. He's going to the Sixers. But. How? They didn't even make the. Did they even go to the the tournament? Washington. Yeah. No. no, they were like they only won nine games. Yeah, they were trash. And this cat is number one draft pick. Yeah, but yeah. everybody likes him. They think he's talented. Oh they think the rest here of goes the, Johnny Manziel again. The rest of the people around him were were they arrested the people around him? The rest, the of, rest of the oh the rest teammates. of the people. Yeah, it's they really surround him with basically. really good basketball. But players. he has a good attitude. He's he's interviewed well. All the teams like him. He's yeah, right. I think he's gonna be a good player. Let's do one more. He's sneaky athletic. He doesn't look athletic. Because he's got kind of that fat, round face. But he's pretty athletic. I saw a video of him dunking from almost the free throw line. All right, one more. So, uh, one more. Oh, I guess that player? Yep. Um, Let's see. 
Should we try to give him like a gimme? Yeah, we gotta give him a gimme. So one player, okay. Um, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> is that him? His dad is really loud and obnoxious. He plays. <laughs> okay, that was triple good. B brand. That was a good starting point. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm anyway. one for one. One for two. Fifty percent. One for two. Fifty percent. That's all a good right. shooting percentage. All right. Let's uh, move on to the next thing before I get down to uh, batting average. Yeah. All right. So let's play another game. This is called Yes or No. This tests your uh, tests your willpower to not go into a deeper conversation. This is a Yes or No. So you 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 each get the question. You have to just answer yes or no. All right, so in the next two years, without any injuries or major movements, uh, can anybody beat the Warriors? Ben? No. Raz? Maybe the Lakers. All right, so that's NBA talk. So, uh, <laughs> so Raz lost because he elaborated. No, but um, the, so. It, but All right, wait, there's another question. What? We're not elaborating. Yes, you're one. You're wanting no. to elaborate. No, we already talked no. about this. Listen, we the answer. About this the, listen, you have to. No, we're not talking about the Warriors. You have to have your willpower. Okay, so no. the, another question. The next question is. Will LeBron James get back to 500 on his uh, finals win-loss record? Yes or no? No. I'm going to say this. LeBron will never wear an... Raz, you can't do it. You can't do it, can LeBron you? LeBron is done winning NBA championships. I'm done with That's you good. guys. I'm done with you guys altogether. Who do you think in the draft could be a potential bust? For me, I would say Lonzo. Lonzo? Because I, deep down, I feel like... He's such a defensive liability. He's tall, but tall guys, tall guards are usually aren't fast. And for me, I just feel like a guard has to be quick. Do you know who like he reminds me of? A, with better court vision, but a better version of this guy, which is a really bad comp, but Michael Carter-Williams. Mm. Yeah, he's faded off. Tall too. guard who can't shoot. Yeah, And that's not a good thing right now. Mine is Josh Jackson. I didn't get to see him play that much at Kansas, but I just didn't. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Um, I think with the shot and everything, if he can do other things, if he can pass well, he's a good rebounder for his size. You know, he's athletic, super athletic. But we've seen guys like that before. I mean, even guys from Kansas. You got the the Morris twins. You got uh, Thomas Robinson was a huge bust. He was the fifth overall pick. You know, guys like that. That that's. You know, I think best case scenario is like a Josh Smith type of player, but that's just my opinion. I did, I'm not. That's why I think the Celtics should take Tatum instead of him. But anyway, safer pick for yeah. I think it's a much safer pick. How about sleepers? What do you think? Like maybe later on in the in the draft, like late first round, second round. What do you, what do you think? One sleeper, I would say uh, Dennis Smith. You're no, said Dennis I said Dennis Smith. Uh, Frank Mason, that's the guy I'm talking oh, about. Oh, Frank Mason. Frank Mason, because I think he's going to be in the second round. And I think this, you know, I guess kind of similar to Isaiah Thomas, you know. Um, chip on his shoulder. Chip on his shoulder, you know, small, undersized. He's, he might be 10, uh, 5'10". Um, he's a really good shooter. I think he shot like 50% in college. Yeah. He's got better with his shot over his college career. That's the thing I like about him. Like he's got better 
with his shot selection and shot better from the field. Um, I think he ended up shooting at the end of the season maybe 50% from three. Something something crazy like that. It took like four like shots. Always like a with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, so uh, that's my sleeper. Um, but then the danger is he could fade out mad early and kind of bounce around and like just fill a roster spot yeah and not really be I feel like because guy. of his size I don't think it's he'll risky get, I don't think he'll get I think he'll go undrafted but I do think he'll end up being on the NBA roster right my guys um I think it's possible sleeper is Justin Patton from Creighton hmm. he's he's a seven footer he's he's athletic like he's he's raw right now and those are one of those those guys that can kind of be dangerous. But I feel like those guys are the guys that people, you know, they get picked early and then they're disappointments, right? Mm-hmm. This guy is probably going to go like like 15 to 20, somewhere in there, and has the potential to be like a, I'm not saying he's this good, but he could be like a DeAndre Jordan type, you know, like a shot blocker, alley guy, like post defender. You know, I feel good about that. So. Yeah, he's solid. All right, so I think we're all caught up on like everything that's happening in the NBA draft. So what's uh, what's like some summer traditions? Like, what do you guys do like every summer? There's just like a tradition, like sporting events or you know, going to concerts or you know, movies. Like, what's your what's your summer tradition? Like, what do you? I know like once you're we're we're old people now, so you don't get like summer break from school. Which we're thirty now, kind of do, but. Well, I mean, what's one thing for me, I always look forward to just catching up on old shows that I used to like, you know, as a kid, like, you know. So uh, you say you're a Netflix binger. Nef- well, if I find something on Netflix, I'll binge that. But just for me, I just feel like this is the time to catch up on just like shows I've missed. Like, you know, Game of Thrones is about to turn back up. So I'm just kind of like. Do I need to watch like six seasons of that and catch up? That's one thing. I'll probably pay you to watch to get caught up because really? that's, that's that's literally the best show that I've watched as an adult. That's next to Breaking Bad. It's what do you good. think, Tony? Do you watch it? You watch Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones? Nope. No interest. It's too long. I can't watch our shows. I'll get it is hard bad. to watch our shows though. So like, you'll like watch. A, Entire season of SNL for four hours or however long. No, SNL is like an hour and a half. I ha- that's like one of my only. What's one shows? thing like? Damn, did I really just spend <laughs> six hours doing this thing? Bro, I did watch. Like I did off. watch the entire uh, uh, OJ Simpson deal. What's it called? Um, Which one? The OJ. one on ESPN or Netflix? I watched the ESPN one first, got okay. hooked in, watched it all in like one day, okay. and then watched the Netflix the, one. The FX show? Watched the... No, Netflix. How many How many OJs are... <laughs> the FX show is the one with like John Travolta and all that. Um, I, I don't have FX. I have Netflix. So <laughs> I watched no, the no, Netflix. But it might have been... Um, the, like, it might have got bought by Netflix. I don't know. The wrong FX. But yeah, I Does watched it have John all that. Travolta. In it? I watched all that in like two days. <laughs> that's all, that's all I don't I'm remember. Does it have uh, who's John Travolta? John Travolta. What does he look like? Grease. Get out of here. Yeah, Grease Lightning. Never seen it. Have you ever seen Swordfish? You didn't have any substitutes at school or um, Saturday Night Fever? 
Yeah, that's the one I see. That's the one that showed Where Cuba Gooding Jr. was OJ. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that was on Netflix. Which one do you enjoy better? The real one. Which one? The, the sports. The ESPN, the ESPN, ESPN one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's is that more like a documentary? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Punch you. Who <laughs> John Travolta? Get out of here. Grace Lightning. If I get in this mode where I'm like, man, I always wanted to watch this. See, right now I'm late on stuff too because I sit on things too long. Pause. That sounded very. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we binge watch is... the fall shows that we don't have time to watch. Right. Okay. So, what about like movies or any type of outdoor athletic events or anything? No. Outdoors. Outdoors. <laughs> you live in the south, bro. <laughs> okay. Super hot. So, no, but I uh... mean, every summer I'm like, you know how I am about going to the movies anyway. But the summer, you always have all the blockbuster hits yep. coming out. So that's that's my favorite. Well, movie blockbuster time. Closed, this man has a you. million yeah. rewards points at blockbusters. Right. Hey, don't. Hey, so speaking of like speaking of not doing stuff outside, but um, so a friend of mine told me about you know how they have these like you're just gonna skip over blockbuster movies like that. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Anyways, um, so he was telling me about they have uh, you know they have like paintball parks and stuff like indoor paintball joints and mm-hmm. like bounce house like uh trampoline joints and stuff like that like inside well there's this place now in chattanooga where it's in a, like a warehouse or whatever but they have it set up like a paintball course but you, it's with nerf guns Ooh. and you bring your own nerf gun or you can rent one and and they purchase before they open they purchase fifteen thousand nerf bullets what so there's just Nerf bullets all around the arena. You just go around, like, Pick play up. capture the flag and stuff. So that's a pretty cool idea. We, we, should, awesome. we should team up and do something like that. Um, cool. So what blockbuster movies have come out this summer? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It was okay. I saw it. Um, it, was, it was, I loved it. I liked the first one better. Pirates like of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean was the best one since the first one. Really? Yes. You thought so? I did. I thought um, it was fun and entertaining, but not that good. Like... Yeah, it was way better than two and three. Like I'm all about like I might like it. I'll then. go to the movies just to see just about anything as long as it's entertaining. Now the mummy, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not good. interested. I saw that on the strength of Tom Cruise, but I think he's done being. You like, saw the mummy? Yeah, I saw it. Was I it trash? It. it was. It was trash. What um, other movie? Trash, what other movie just came out? Wonder Woman, bro. Yeah, Wonder Woman. We went and Wonder saw that Woman. the other day. That. Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Was My fiance was like, she walked out of there like freaking Feeling powered. Girl power. Yeah. Why am I with, yeah. why am I with you for? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was not a DC movie. That's Marvel. That's oh. Marvel. It's Captain America. My bad, bro. Get your mathematics. Dang, what am I talking there about? Ha- no, there have no... Like, DC would just be... Oh, so Batman movies? Just Batman movies. Basically, Batman like, Superman movies. Batman, Batman, basically, Superman. the Dark Knight trilogy was the last good set of DC movies. Probably, right, yeah. And then the... I mean, the Superman movies are not really... No, Superman fell off since... Uh, Man of Steel was good. I don't know what are y'all talking about. Man of Steel was trash, bro. I'm talking about the... Are you talking about Batman versus Superman? I'm talking about Man of Steel. No, Man of Steel sucked. It was way too long. The story was <laughs> Zack Snyder played up all the like alien stuff way Man, too much. Like, yeah, Man of I Steel like is it. my in my <laughs> in my top five. What? Top ten. 
Oh man. Anyway, so what else? What else? Wonder Woman was fire though. This summer, like every like. Half Despicable of the, Me Three. Half of the Saturdays this summer is just Braves baseball. Of course, the last two weekends I haven't been able to go because I had stuff going on. And we got a new pet. Add and new additions. So yeah, it's been busy. But yeah, there's a new pet every time Braves I walk game. in the door Seriously. here, man. Yeah, but we have straight up like low key, low maintenance pets. This old lady works at this like, all. There's a fish over here. There's a fish over here in this I room. I you got a fish over here. Bruh, this fish gets fed like once a week. It it will not die. It's still alive. I it's forget kidding. all about it. I come in here once a week to edit videos and stuff, and that's the only time it gets fed. What's hold The on. gecko Before gets get fed off once a week. the whole movie weeks. subject, just real quick. What? Best ones coming out, most looking forward to, mm. uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. No. Mm-hmm. No? No. I'm looking forward I think to it looks Spider-Man good. Homecoming. Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. I am looking forward to see that too. No, the last two were good. The, the first one was the first one was eh, and I so I gave the second one a chance. And the second one was good. The second one they like attacked the city where the humans were at and like nah. Whatever, know. man. The second one was good. The though. second one was good. I think every one of them has been better. Now, um, cinematography yeah. and like actual quality of the filming of the movie and the like graphics and everything, yes, it was good. But I just You don't like the story. No. I like it's the silly. story. To you, it's it's that that yeah. stuff is. Silly I mean, it's not for everybody. Definitely, it's not for him, but yeah. okay. Um, you got Dunkirk. That's the new. Um, They've been plugging the mess out of this movie too. Christopher the Nolan NBA movie. has. No, I'm not into that. I think it'll be good anyway. I don't like stuff like that. It'll be like they'll take some instead of having action. They show all the action in the clips. They'll the rest of the movie, like in the trailer, they show all the action clips from the movie. The rest of the movie will be just emotion, like him leaving his woman or something, and it'll it just it'll the be. Scenes remind me of uh, Fury. Yeah, I think it'd be better than Fury though. I think so. Should be. I feel like it's gonna Fury be like a good. like a Sarah type was legit level. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I just yeah, like, like Atomic that. Blondes coming out. And yeah. Pass. Yeah. Pass. Detroit. Racially charged. What is oh, that? Okay. What? You haven't seen Detroit. a movie for that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's like the the white guys are like holding the black guys in the in this room and they are trying to make it seem like they did something. Supposedly. Illegal, supposedly, but they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's, um, it's gonna be John Boyega. Intense. John Boyega plays. Yeah, John Boyega's in that and um Next. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it's got some good actors in it for All sure. Alright, what movie is uh Mark I mean, Wahlberg gonna be in coming up? Mark Transformers? Oh, Transformers? That comes out this no. weekend, doesn't Dang it. it. Uh, it's going to be garbage. Yeah. Super garbage. Dude, Transformers have good trailers every movie. But Mega movie, sold out, dude. The just, movie. Yeah, they, they're they, going to make they just hell of sold money, out. though. No, they, I mean sold out like in a bad way. Like, they sold out whenever they got Mark Wahlberg. And, oh, yeah, they went for the... The thing is, man, I love Mark Wahlberg. I do, too. But these movies are so bad. They're just, not, they're just not... They need to find with Wiki. <laughs> yeah, and his girl. And his chick. <laughs> what I don't like is that they don't close up storylines. Like, we never know what happened to him. No. No. That's true. They no. just, like, plugged in Mark Wahlberg. And went to and college his, and his, his angry what are they doing? He went to college and did what? Like, how did Optimus Prime wind up in a barn? <laughs> Can we close up some storylines? Like, did Witwicky get mad at him and right. send him Right, you just gotta assume, like, just the, the run out of juice. Now is this? Down, like it, did we, do we jump forward like sixty years and 
Like I don't. They, and they don't mention them at all. None. No, <laughs> they don't even make any attempt. No to like, connection. For forward one hundred years in right. the future. Right. No. Or, no Star Wars score scroll at the beginning of the movie. Nothing. Like, no nothing. Yeah, they didn't clear up any of that. No clues. No behind the scene. No like, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? After credits. <laughs> There's a new jet. There's a new Bruce Lee movie coming that day. Bruce Lee. Yeah. About what? It's called Birth of the Dragon. He's dead. Yeah, but I mean, it's like about Bruce Lee. Oh, next thing you know, I don't though, know much. See, I'm not Bruce ne- Lee era. I'm Jackie Chan era. Next thing you know, though, we oh, make Bruce it random Tupac. <laughs> <than this. laughs> so let's talk about that. Bro, Bruce Lee is on another Jackie level. Chan will Jackie Chan will wax Bruce Lee. Are you Absolutely. serious right now? Yes. Have you seen Rush Hour? Serious? <laughs> You're both not serious. Are you being serious right now? Have you seen Rush Hour? Have you seen Return of the Dragon? Bro. Have you seen Rush Hour 2? Can you put out matches with a a nunchuck? I don't even know if Return of the Dragon is a Jackie Chan movie. I just made that up because it sounded like an Asian. That was definitely racial. It sounded like a super Asian martial arts movie. So I was like, hey, Return of the Dragon. Yo, man. Jackie Chan had movies, dog. Jackie Chan. Jackie's Jackie, man. I think he played Jackie oh, that's in a every Bruce. movie. The Way of the Dragon is a Bruce Lee movie. Oh. Anyways. Enter, Enter the Dragon. Is Enter the, the Dragon. So, but on the real though, Bruce Lee could light matches with nunchucks and play ping pong with nunchucks. You, you don't see Jackie Chan doing that stuff. That's because you don't know about Jackie Chan. Jackie yeah, Chan yeah. right now, he's been in movies and stuff for the last like 30 years, but right now he's 174 years old. Oh, you yeah, don't know what he was doing back when he was young. Age, though. You don't know what Jackie was doing back in. There's no argument. Jackie Chan built. Jackie the, Chan is cool. Don't get me Jackie wrong. Jackie Chan built the Great Wall of China with his bare hands. Stop. All right, guys. Anything Jackie else? Jackie is the goat. Period. Jackie's the goat. I don't know. You got any Fourth uh, of July plans? Uh, I'm probably going to Blue Ridge, Georgia. Go to Cabin. Nice. Right. I'll be in San Fran. Ooh. Oh, all right. That'll be fun. <laughs> 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 ain't you, yeah. ain't you fa- Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, What's that? Yeah. What the song is called? You fancy, you fancy, fancy. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Cienego. That's where the Lakers practice. El Cienega, La Cienega. El Cienego. Also, uh, Steve Ballmer is buying his own new arena, and which I think Eagle is balling because he's not making. Because you know, Milwaukee made their people pay for like all like half the arena is paid for by Milwaukee people's taxes. Their new arena? Really? Steve Bomber's like, I'm paying for this new arena out of my pocket. Out of my pocket. He's rich, dog. I mean, he's wealthy. And you're going to Inglewood. Baptist Church? Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting a oh, church in I'm the I'm the arena. only person who knows where that is. On Sundays, they're going to have a church <laughs> in the arena. I know straight where that is. I've been there. In Inglewood Baptist Church. Inglewood. It's in Orlando, right? Down in the little backwoods. All right. Let's cross well, those train tracks. No, don't go across the train tracks. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, Harry. Sign us out, Harry. One, two, three strikes, you're out. We're out of here. All right, we're never doing that again. <laughs> Peace, guys. Peace. See you.